When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Now complete with Jason minus Alexis. <laughs> I got you. I'm Jace with Don McLean and Sonny filling in for Alexis, who's taking some days off to be with her family. It is Monday, July 15th, 2019. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be back um, after two weeks uh, of, of, of an adventure, my annual little uh, sabbatical, my annual little uh, July break. I'm so excited to be here. I I. Couldn't wait to crack open the mic this morning. I think that's why I got zero sleep last night. And uh, boy, oh boy, did I try. I really tried. <laughs> but um, I have another two hours of stories in me. I haven't even gotten to the creme de la creme. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about uh, my uh, trip to Star Wars land. Uh, we'll do that actually next in the next segment. Plus, um, if you followed along uh, on Twitter, uh, a lot of you... Uh, saw my flight i think it was flight 610 i was live tweeting uh with the children of the corn uh because uh, th- this trip uh, this trip had a couple uh, narrative threads and uh, one of the narrative threads was uh horrible children demon. that was a, a demon children that was uh, okay and then we had a second narrative thread that ran through the full two weeks and that's horrible parenting that's right yeah and uh, and then I actually also have a just saying the the third narrative thread was corporations, please respect your employees that have been there for years and years and years. There we go. There's there's the three threads that run through literally the 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 span of the two weeks, and uh, I will get to uh, to a lot of them today, and I'll save some uh, for Alexis's return on Friday. But I, I love these days. Uh, judging by the twitters, you guys like them too. Uh, so we're going to be a little off format today, as we usually are when one of us returns from a from a vacation because I just can't wait to to talk to you guys. I am uh Don wasn't even in Hawaii and Don and I are uh, again in the, on the same wavelength. Uh we're both working on absolutely no sleep. Uh <laughs> about an hour for me. I'm Did lucky. you get about an hour? Oh, yeah, yeah, an hour. Yeah. Oh girl, sure. I tried so hard. We, yeah, you have a good excuse. Yeah, we, um, uh, you know, the the end of the trip, which there's nothing really crazy that happened, but we were in Kauai, uh, Kauai so th- we had to take one flight back to Honolulu, and then we had a direct flight from Honolulu to Minneapolis. So we left 
we left Saturday mm-hmm. at two thirty from uh, from Kauai, and then five thirty we left from Honolulu to Minneapolis. So when I when I boarded the plane on Saturday, oh. it was still Saturday, and then when we landed. Uh, seven and seven hours and fifteen minutes later, the flight attendant who was a my talker, hi Annie, oh my um, god, my yeah. my 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 lead flight attendant, uh, hi Annie, I love you. Her sister also, they're coming to the cat video festival, but oh sweet, um, uh, Annie was the one that made the announcements, and it kind of hit me like a brick because she when we landed, she goes. Um, welcome to the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah. It is now Sunday, July 14th. And oh. she said that, and I'm like, I kind of felt like I lost half of Saturday. You know, I like, totally. where did the second half of my, oh my gosh, where did the second half of my Saturday go? Like, where it just kind of vanished, and I woke up, and now it's Sunday morning, and so I tried to sleep on the plane and I, and I did for a little while and it was actually a lovely flight. Um, uh, but then we got home and we immediately made the, the decision to sleep for about three hours. So we slept from seven till about 1030 and I thought, okay, uh, this is perfect. We're, we're going to wake up and, and, and do Sunday and I should be able to sleep, uh, last night. <laughs> well, we went to bed at 10. I was tired at 10 p.m. No, oh, well, 10, no, 10 p.m. Okay. last night after okay. we oh, did okay, take. Okay. Yeah, so we you took did that nap. Sunday. All right. Yeah, well, we 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 got home at uh, 7 a.m. Okay. We slept from 7 a.m. till about 10:30. We woke up. We did Sunday. You know, we we picked up our dogs. Blah blah blah. We did all the stuff, and um and then we went to bed at 10 p.m. I thought I was tired. But I'm laying there, and I think it was a mix of the excitement of being back. I had a lot on my mind. I was thinking of this and that and this and that and this and that. Could not fall asleep. Mm. And then it got to be, I laid there for two hours, not Mm. able to fall asleep. So finally, I gave up, and I went into our movie room. And I and that usually puts me to sleep. Like if I put something on, yeah. Um, so I put on Dallas, and I'm laying there, and still couldn't fall asleep. Fell asleep finally. Started to get tired finally at about two a.m. And I'm like, well, this is worthless because I'm going to be getting <laughs> yeah. up in an hour and a half. Right. But I, I yeah. so I think I maybe completely slept for about forty five minutes, and then got up. Strangely, right now. I feel pretty good. Now, I know that the plane is going to come crashing to a landing at some point soon, <laughs> but I'm feeling pretty good right now. All I want is to be able to get through the talk show. Yeah. Then I don't care. I was going to say, your sleep <laughs> is going to be epic when you get done working at yeah. Oh, girl. Sonny, I am already Almost, looking yeah. forward. <laughs> get your All Netflix right. or oh. Hulu or whatever it is. Get your snacks and that little come down oh. going to be nice. Get oh. some Doritos yes. or something. Yes. And just, fu- yeah, I am, I am looking. <laughs> for all of that. Uh, it is 7.13, though. Uh, like I said, I'm so excited to come back. Uh, I'm refreshed. I'm so ready to go. So grateful for the time off. Grateful to Bradley uh, for filling in. I know, you know, uh, they have a really great shift. <laughs> and it's it's a the, the noon to three is a wonderful shift. And, and for Bradley to wake up and, and do that for me means a great deal. I love you, Bradley. And he's a dear friend of mine. And, I, and I'm just filled with gratitude. And to you, Dawn, uh, you know, when, when 
when one of us is out, uh, the other two uh, work a little harder. And and I, I appreciate you, Dawn, and all oh. that you did. And, 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 and it really means a lot to me. So no thank you very much. No problem. Uh, when we return, everybody, I've been waiting. I saved it for you. Seven o'clock, friends. Uh, I went to Star Wars land. And I'm going to jump ahead a little bit in the timeline. I went to Star Wars land. Uh, it's been in the news lately because of the crowds or lack thereof um i'll tell you if that's the truth and my observations when we return welcome back everybody 719 jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 and streaming around the world at my talk 1071.com i'm jace lex is off uh for the next couple days spending some time with her family so dawn has slit over hello dawn hello we're so uh, glad to have you back oh uh, i'm so glad to be back i'm just i feel so good and refreshed and and i'm just feeling good, good and feeling good in the neighborhood and and just applebee's and feeling good and, <laughs> and uh, Sonny's here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sonny. I was Hello. thrilled. I was thrilled to find out you were with us this week. Yes. And, um, yeah. So I'm 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 very excited. So 7:20 is the time. I'll get right into it again. I have so many stories. I can't. I I kept notes for y'all. Um, I, I just couldn't wait to talk to you. So. I will cut right to the chase. Uh, Monday and Tuesday of our trip, uh, we went to, again, L.A. from the 28th to the 4th. Uh, then we went to Waikiki uh, for five days. And then we island hopped over to Kauai uh, for four days. Uh, and we'll get to all that later. But in the middle of our L.A. trip, we spent two days at Disneyland in Anaheim. And, of course, uh, we went to Galaxy's Edge, which is Star Wars land. <sighs> oh, you've been waiting I, for this for so long. I have been waiting to go, and now I've been waiting to talk about this with you guys, especially you, Dawn, because uh, you're a nerd like like I am. Yeah. And, and uh, even if you're not a nerd, my talkers, I think you'll be interested in this. Let me just bottom line it. Exceeded my expectations. <gasps> really? Exceeded my expectations. Oh. It is... It is... Disney obviously learned from what Universal did in a spectacular way with Harry Potter uh-huh. and and expanded on it uh, because Universal did has well not past tense they do such a great job with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter this is this is the Wizarding World for Star Wars fans you walk in and it's the back of Disneyland it's the the very back of the park uh-huh. and you walk in. And I'm not joking. From the minute you walk through kind of the gates, so to speak, the music changes. Mm-hmm. Um, the signage is all gone. That was one of the first observations. You will not see a Disneyland logo. Ah. You will not see Mickey Mouse. You will not see. You won't even see signs. Um, you won't even see signs on locations that aren't like alien language. You literally feel like you have been dropped in the middle of an alien planet. Um, it is so immersive. The employees speak to you. Um, like you, you like you have just landed on their planet of Batu. And like they don't say hello to you. They say, oh, gosh, I can't think of the phrase, Um, but they have a phrase that means like hello and good wishes and whatever. 
the minute you walk in, you look to your right, and there is a life-size X-Wing <laughs> sitting sitting right there, yes. idling, like idling. Oh. There's like smoke coming from it, and it's 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 making noises, <sighs> and uh, and and then Chewy walks out. Like the minute the park, oh, you know, we got there really early, so when we walk in, and I look, and all of a sudden I heard Chewy. I heard I heard his noise. <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, okay, where's Chewy? Where's that coming from? Where's that coming from? That's how you do it. And I look over to my right, and there he is standing by the X-Wing. And the the people start freaking out, and he comes over to mingle with the people. Okay. And then, so we say hi to Chewie, and then, you know, we had one goal, and that was to quickly get in line for the Millennium Falcon ride, which mm. was called um, uh, 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 Smuggler's Run. So we get in line, and... You have heard. I'm gonna. I'm gonna weave in the headlines. You've heard the headlines that the 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 uh, crowds have been shockingly small for uh, the park. That is true. Uh, now, my best friend Haley knows this because she works in the news business in L.A. What is happening is it isn't that people aren't liking the park. Haley did the story uh, at her station. The locals are freaked out. It has been so overhyped that the locals don't want to go because they think there's going to be these massive crowds. So it's working against them. It's working. All of the hype is working against Disneyland because the locals have been kind of spooked to go. So they're seeing lower crowd levels than they expected. So we we only waited about 10 minutes to get on the Millennium Falcon at opening, which shocked us. So. We walk, so we turn this corner. Mm-hmm. We turn this corner, and there it sits the life size to scale Millennium Falcon oh. is just like right there in the right there in the oh. middle of the park. And I got to tell you, I joked that I would do this, and I jokingly did do it. I squatted like I was going to pee because I felt like I was like, oh, I've said it so many times. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I I look at Colin, and I look at Haley, and I go, oh, my goodness, there is the Millennium Falcon. Like, there's steam coming from it. It's just idle. It's sitting there. And you walk in, and you get into the queue, which is what they call the line area. And the queue is just fantastic. It's just, it's so immersive. And you talk to this guy, this new character that's an animatronic that tells you the mission. You're going you're to take the Falcon and you're supposed to get these cubes and you're going to have a role on this ride. You're either one of the two pilots, mm-hmm. you are uh, the gunner, or you're the engineer. So you're assigned, you're given a card, and then that's who you are. <laughs> okay, no, we're gonna. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you wanna tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Take a break. <laughs> when we come back, I was the pilot. <laughs> oh, the pressure! Oh! I, I was oh. the pilot. Colin was the co-pilot. And let's just say <laughs> there was a lot of screaming on the Millennium Falcon. Uh, oh. We'll continue when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace. Alexis is off today. Dawn is here along with Sonny. <laughs> Chewbacca's here. Uh, thrilled to be back after two weeks. I was in L.A., I was in Hawaii, and uh, I have uh, buckets and buckets of stories to tell you. I'm right in the middle of one of them, and that is uh, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, during our stay in L.A., we went to Anaheim to go to Disneyland. Of course, we went to the brand-new Galaxy's Edge, which is the much-talked-about Star Wars land, and we rode the Millennium Falcon ride. So, as I told you, it, it's not a passive ride. You, it is, you have to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you have a job. You are sitting in one of six seats in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. You're either uh, one of two pilots, so you're sitting in front. You're the gunners, so basically you man lasers. Uh, or you're the engineers that have to help out if the pilots crash the <laughs> spacecraft. Oh, no. So I was given, Colin and I were given, we were the pilots. And I'm not kidding. As you're walking through the final moments of the queue, which is what they call the line, you are inside the Falcon. So you are inside those iconic hallways. And you know where the chess table is? You can sit at that booth. There's actually a picture, if you want to see it, there's a picture of uh, the three of us sitting at that iconic ch- uh, chess table uh, on the on the, on the the Falcon, in the Falcon, uh, at Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram. But anyway... So then that's when you're handed your assignment and the guy looks at me and he goes, you are the pilot. And I said, oh, my goodness. And he looked at Connie, goes, you are the pilot. And Haley was a gunner. So I'm not joking. I felt pressure. Like, I, I'm with my crew. Like, we, you're divided <laughs> you're into like, I'm sixes. on vacation. <laughs> so I look at the other three, and I look at them, and I go, we will try to lead you well, my friends. We will try to lead you well. You don't have a lot of time to think. Because the minute you're given your assignment, these doors slide open. Mm. And they go, okay, get into the cockpit. And I'm not joking. The doors open and you are in a life-size cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, which whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, everybody knows that cockpit. So they go, pilots, get in the front seats. And you're like, okay, okay. And you get in the front seat and you're buckled in. Oh, man. And and then then, then the next row are the gunners and then the engineers. So Haley's behind us. (laughs) And the, and the, the, uh, the guy, the assistant goes, okay, pilots. Uh, monitor, monitor the, the board. If, if a button lights, you have to press it. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We have to concentrate on steering. So I am steering left to right and Colin is steering up and down. 
Plus, Colin <laughs> activates hyperspace. He oh, has that. No. So Colin <laughs> has to pull down that lever to activate hyperspace. Oh my god! So all of a sudden, you hear it go three, two, and then the the whole craft starts to shake, and you are blasting off. It is like a simulator. So the screen is in front of you, and you're moving. So you feel like you are flying. So we, we start to take off. We start to take off. And Colin goes, okay, go to the left, Jace. And I go, go to the left. You have to go up. Because we were like, so we are trying to coordinate flying. And when you bump into something, the whole cockpit shakes. So we are bumping into things and, and, uh, and the whole, like the engineers are yelling and you have oh. to like line up t- perfectly to get this cargo that you have to get to the destination. So we have to line up perfectly to attach ourselves to this cargo. So Colin's screaming at me. I'm screaming at him. Haley's screaming at the both of us. She's like, <laughs> Because Haley has permission to talk, I hate to talk like this because she's my best friend. She goes, damn it, the gays do not know how to drive this thing. And I am dying laughing because Haley's talking. Haley keeps screaming about how the gays don't know oh how to my drive. God. So I'm trying not to laugh. And all of a sudden, a voice comes over and it goes, it's ta- uh, uh, activate hyperspace. And Colin goes, where is it? And I go, right there, it's flashing. So he has to pull the lever and then the whole craft like lunges back a little bit and starts to shake and then you go into hyperspace and it was so awesome and you come out of hyperspace and then boom you're right back on your mission and again the gays we don't know how to drive we're bumping (laughs) into things we're crashing the engineers are like you know having to repair um and we did then once you're done, you get your score and that score travels with you as you walk around the park. Oh, wow. So, so the shopkeepers know if they look at their computer, they know how well you did. So they will respond to you in kind. Wow. So they'll be like, Hey, we heard you didn't do that well on the run <laughs> and you're kind of shamed. And it's just like, Oh my goodness. So smugglers run the millennium Falcon ride was spectacular. Now, I will just cut right to it. I experienced the single coolest thing I've ever done at a theme park. And again, this is putting aside my penchant for over-dramatization and for being goofy. (laughs) I mean this. Haley will back me up on this. Building your own lightsaber was single-handedly the coolest blanking thing I've done at a park. Mm. And I've been to a lot of theme parks. Oh my gosh. Dawn, I thought of you several oh. times. You, like me, we would hold hands, squat, and pee on the yeah. floor because <laughs> you have to make a reservation. And when your time is ready, they you go to this hut. And again, this place is so immersive. There are no signs. I really need you guys to understand. Yeah. It's there are no Disneyland signs. It looks like you're on an alien planet. So you kind of have to look at a map to find out where this temple is. Yeah. So you go to this temple and you check in and there's a menu in front of you and it asks what type of lightsaber you want. One for peace, 
one for protection or one for, I forgot what the other one was. So Haley, yeah, for killing. (laughs) So I picked the one for protection. Haley picked the one for peace. So when you do, you get certain pieces that you can build your, your lightsaber from. So then your, your, your time is, you're, you're ready. And a group of 10 is brought into the temple and you're taken down this hallway and these doors slide open and you're in this room that looks like a cave and there's a giant stone table in a, a circular stone table. And in the middle is this Jedi, this female Jedi who's just looking at you and waiting for, for everyone to get put into place. You're given like a little desk area, like a little space on this round deck on this round circular thing. So you're all around this woman. You're surrounding this Jedi and then she starts to speak and she's walking you through the process of what it means to make a lightsaber. And she's telling you the story of the Jedi and how, you know, we're in a cave because if the stormtroopers find out that we're making these, we'll be removed from the planet. So we're in fear that at any moment, like a stormtrooper will walk in, which has happened. So we're sitting there and Mm -hmm. she's telling the story of the lightsabers. And this was the coolest thing. And I think I, I will try to describe it the best I can. It is so well done. As she was talking, obviously with some sort of script, the music was changing with her. Oh, wow. Depending on what she was talking about. So when she was talking about the legend of the Jedi, you would hear this. Like this was permeating through the the cave. When she talked about the Sith, the music got darker. And then all of a sudden, she stops and the the place starts to rumble a little bit oh my God. and and this top of the ceiling starts to illuminate green Ooh. and all of a sudden from various points in the cave you hear Yoda's voice bouncing around mm. and he starts to talk to you he starts to tell you how you have been chosen to build this lightsaber so and then Yoda starts telling you like make sure you choose the right color crystal and as he's telling you what each crystal means he's like you know the green crystal is used by Luke Skywalker then the the ceiling turns green he talks about the purple uh, stone used by Mace Windu then the whole cave turns like this hue of purple. It was breathtaking. I mean, like breathtaking. Wow. So then this other Jedi comes out and goes individually to each of you. And he has this little sack and he goes, what crystal do you choose? And I chose the violet one. I chose Mace Windu's. So then you take that crystal and you put it in the hilt of the lightsaber And then you build it. You know, there's about 10 minutes where you actually build the hilt. You get to choose how you want it to look. Mm. And then the woman comes back, the female Jedi, and she has you lay down the lightsaber inside this little vessel. And she counts down and she goes, are you ready to activate your lightsaber? And then she counts down and then you ignite it. And the music like crescendos, (laughs) the light goes out of the cave and the only thing illuminating are the light, are the blades of the lightsabers and all the various colors. 
It was like a religious experience. <laughs> oh my god, I want to go so bad. Haley, I look over to her when we all ignited our lightsabers and the music like crescendos and I look over, Haley is bawling like oh. and I start to I start <laughs> I start to cry and I'm like, "This is the cool." I look at Haley and go, "This is the coolest thing ever. We built a lightsaber." Oh. Oh my gosh. It wow. Was spectacular it was worth the money it was worth we waited about a half hour but it's such a personal experience that they've created Uh, they really knew what they were doing they knew what people wanted yes wow i mean the music and the lights the lighting effect and and freaking yoda coming over to instruct you and oh it was phenomenal it was yeah if you just tuned in, we're talking about making a lightsaber at the new Star Wars land. I experienced that about a week ago or two weeks ago, actually. So, oh, oh, yay. So I can't yeah. wait to go. Oh, you you're yeah, you're going to love my it. pants. Yeah, you can see uh, you can see a picture of the moment that I ignited my lightsaber. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, if you go to the two fairy godfathers Instagram account right now, you'll see the picture of me with uh, the violet blade uh, illuminated. It was spectacular. It is coming up on 744. We're going to take a break. Uh, more crazy stories for my two weeks when we return. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. I'm Jace. Lex is off for a few days. Dawn is here. Sonny's here. Uh, I said, uh, g- good to be back. If you just tuned in, you're like, hey, you've been gone a month. Um, it's good to be back. I'm, <laughs> not that I, long. Two no, weeks. No, not two that long. I've been gone two weeks. Yeah. And I feel great. I feel refreshed. That's the whole point. I, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I'm very appreciative, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I'm, I'm very appreciative of, of our bosses. Uh, I, I went to both of them during a, a not-so-great time. Uh, I, I've talked about that time uh, often. I, I, there was a surge in, in homophobic hate mail, and, and I don't know. It was just probably the worst time of my career. And I was really considering leaving one or both Jobs. I was just done with the social media cesspool that it is. Anyway, and I went to both bosses and I said, hey, if you guys want me to continue doing both of these shows for a considerable period of time, which I'm, I think I'm willing to do, I, I need to take a, a mental break. I need to, to go away from more than just your standard week because of our sleep schedule. I mean, Don, you know this. With a normal week, by the time your sleep regulates, the vacation is over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just said, I-, I will, you know, keep your money, keep all of that. I don't want anything else. I just want two consecutive weeks off, and both companies agreed to it, which I'm very grateful for. So anyway, I say all of that because I feel great being back. And I don't want to cheat this uh, because I-, I have several threads. Um, I have several threads that ran through this vacation. Uh, two of them I will cover in the next segment, and that is a horrible uh, children and uh, horrible parents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other is kind of a just saying that I'm going to do uh, actually uh, right now. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? I do, and I'll probably expand on this in, in the 8.30 block, but this was honestly a thread, whether we were in L.A., uh, the, the the different resorts we stayed at in Hawaii, or uh, uh, on on our airline uh, with flight attendants. And, and this is this is it. I want to talk to the big companies out there. 
I, you, you know, I'm going to use the example uh, just for the sake of the story of uh, big hotel companies. I'm talking your Hiltons, your Marriotts, your whatever, these big conglomerates and, and Delta and all the big airlines. Here's my just saying. I know I'm just one person, but I think I'm a, I'm a, uh, there are other like-minded consumers out there. Uh, people with tenure matter. They matter to customers like me. Uh, I know uh, that employees sometimes are just numbers to, to corporations, and it's easy to want to retire people that have 20, 30, 40 years under their belt. But my goodness, I got to tell you, uh, dear hotel companies, I chose hotels in Hawaii based on the staff. Um, uh, I'll use Waikiki as an example. Uh, we always stay at the Royal Hawaiian. Why? Yeah, it's a great property. Yeah, Lori Bargini loves it. But we returned this time because of two bartenders that we fell in love with. One has been at the Royal Hawaiian for 27 years. One has been there for 37 years. Mm. And uh, we befriended them last year. And I got to tell you, without uh, without exaggeration, when we landed in Waikiki, do you know what I was excited about? Getting to the to the bar to see uh, <laughs> Susan and Cheryl, and they remembered us. They pulled out their phone. They remembered the two of us. And I got to tell you, when I hear about companies uh, furloughing or, or trying to get rid of tenured employees to bring in, you know, seventeen year olds because they're cheaper. I have a warning to all of you, all of these companies. And again, I'm not picking on one. I'm picking on, I'm, this is just a blanket statement. It matters. Those employees make experiences. Right. Uh, the, the right sign, the two people I mentioned, again, there are 30,000 hotels on Waikiki Beach. I'm not alone in this. I know I'm not alone. I picked it because women like those two made my trip. And the same thing with flight attendants. I, 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 I was blessed with f- veteran flight attendants who know their stuff. Right, right. No, Not no somebody offen- that doesn't care about the job. They're just trying yes. to get a check. It makes a difference. No offense to, and, 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 you know, there are 20-somethings doing amazing stuff. I'm yeah. not picking on the youngins. But I'm just saying don't discount the value to the consumer uh, in their dealings with these employees. They matter. Yeah. They matter when I go to choose a hotel. They do. So to all of you big, I, 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 I'm not kidding. This happened at every single resort we were at. And I was hearing horror stories of these big conglomerates, you know, swallowing up these companies and then, you know, trying to get rid of, you know, because it's, it's, it's just cost. You know, mm-hmm. the longer you're there, the more you make. I get the business aspect of it. But if you start to wonder why your guest counts go down, uh, you don't have to wonder. Yeah, it's because you you're... Yeah, you don't feel right. like a guest. Right. You don't. Because uh, these but these employees that have been for there for 20, 30, 40 years, they know the property. They know how to treat a guest and uh and, and I just can't say that enough. That permeated my trip. We were at one, two, three, three resorts? Yeah. Well, in Disneyland Hotel, but that doesn't really count. Three resorts. And all of them we fell in love with veteran uh, servers and bartenders and staff uh, that had been there anywhere from 20, 30, 40 years. And they all made our trip, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I just want you big corporations out there to, to just remember that. When you're looking at your spreadsheet, 
uh, it matters to the guests uh, for guest experience because these people know what they're doing. They have the experience it's to know. effortless for them to treat you like yes. you're a guest in their home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I just, I wrote it down immediately because, I again, I was listening to these stories and I was just like, and I was looking at Susan and how she treated guests with such ease and such she was effortless, you know, uh, and it just I thought to myself, now, see, that's what makes a guest that's on their honeymoon or a birthday trip. They know how to make them feel like guests and not just a just a person that's getting hotel room. Mm-hmm. So anyway, OK, so when we come back, <laughs> my flight to Waikiki was something for the books. Let me tell you, it was an example of children of the corn and. <laughs> The worst parents in the universe. (laughs) I will tell you that story when we return.